Uh, meanwhile, you and I need to go off on our travels. Let's go and find out what's happening in Mexico uh, with John Bonfiglio, Talk Radio's Latin American correspondent. Joins me now. John, good morning. Good morning, James. Um, so uh, here we are in uh, the UK and we're talking about possibly um, the death of a prime minister's career. Meanwhile, uh, in a Brazilian newspaper, um, they were talking about the death of the Queen. Has uh, she died? Yeah, on Monday morning. This is one of Brazil's probably four most important newspapers. It would be the equivalent of, you know, the Times or the Telegraph or the Guardian, basically announcing the death of the monarch. Um, and they, they ran the story without checking it, without even sub-editing it, because the, not only was the death of a queen announced in the foyer de Sao Paulo on Monday morning, uh, but also they, there were no uh, checks on it. So she apparently died from XXXX at the age of XX. And they, so they just ran this pre-prepared story, you know, which all media outlets have when they know that somebody's elderly and important and so on. But just to run it without um, checking it. And also they didn't correct it or say anything about it until about midday in Brazil as well. So, you know, everybody was up in arms. And, and uh, the Folha de Sao Paulo, which was historically being one of the most serious newspapers in Brazil, has copped a lot of flack as a result of it over the course of the last few days, in particular relating to, you know, the seriousness of or the lack of seriousness of its of his journalists. And of course, to clarify, uh, Her Majesty is very much alive. And uh, and this is uh, this is a very significant issue, I suppose, because the problem with news is that as soon as one person reports it, then uh, inevitably it, it can go far and wide. So uh, so did physical copies of this get printed then? Yep, absolutely. They wow. were out on the streets across Brazil. And in this day and age, it's one of those things you can quite easily cross-reference and check. You just go online and, you know, Google has the Queen died uh, and so on and work out that it hasn't actually happened. So uh, it, it was one of those things that, that was fairly easily correctable. But actually, then that begs the question, why didn't the newspaper itself correct it so much quicker than it did? What, you know, why was there no oversight before it went to the printing presses? Why was did nobody at any point on Monday morning for the hours and hours leading up to the apology that was issued at midday Anybody say anything uh, to the tune of, we're really sorry, we messed this up. Uh, the Queen of Britain is not dead at all. There was actually a similar story a couple of months ago in Argentina where very, I mean, different, but the, the same. And, and when the, the death of William Shakespeare was announced in uh, on primetime evening TV midweek wow. in Argentina. But it was because um, Bill Shakespeare was one of the first people to receive uh, one of the vaccines in, in, in the UK, and he sadly uh, died about a year later. And the uh, Argentine editors confused Bill Shakespeare uh, from Warwickshire, well, they're both from Warwickshire, with William Shakespeare, who had died a few hundred years before. So this was breaking news in Right. In Buenos Aires in Argentina a couple of months ago. I'm sh listen, I, I'm sure that at some point we will make some horrendous mistakes. So I, I'm, 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 I'm just slightly reticent to making too many complaints or, or, or saying how ridiculous or stupid these people are. Uh, anyway, let's talk about uh, Ukraine because we have had here in the UK discussions about refugees and how difficult it's been for them to get uh, onto our shores and uh, how incompetent our authorities have been. Meanwhile, we've got UK, re, Ukrainian refugees fleeing the war, waiting on the US-Mexico border. I mean, what's going on in, in terms of not only the refugees, but also how uh, this particular war is being reported where you are? Yeah, I mean, look, historically, all roads used to 
lead to Rome, but I think in Latin America, all roads lead to the US-Mexico border. And for Ukrainian refugees at the moment who don't have visas, it's difficult for them to fly or get into the US directly, but Ukrainians don't need a visa or any kind of you know, official paperwork outside of a normal passport to get into Mexico. So it's a quicker or it's perceived to be a quicker, safer route up to the US to get into Mexico and then either go overland or, or more usually get a flight from Cancun or Mexico City up to Tijuana and then basically sit on the border. So there's currently 2,000, uh, an estimated 2,000 people on the border uh, with uh, Tijuana waiting to, to cross over that are being processed by by Border Patrol there. I think it's a really interesting question about how, you know, Latin America is probably about as far removed as you could get from the Russian invasion of Ukraine, but there are still significant effects being felt here. Like the, the most obvious one is the increase in the, in the cost of fuel. There's also some geopolitical repositioning in particular with the likes of, you know, previously pro-Russian um, administrations like the Cuban administration, in particular the Venezuelan administration, which is... Um, formed into or come into some kind of detente with the U.S. And they were previously polar opposite. So so that's all really restructured a little bit, the, you know, the, the, the politics of the region. But for sure, the, the migration component as well and is, is something that we are feeling here on a day-to-day basis. And also that the Ukrainians largely are on the border with the U.S. are being processed, which is also causing local strife because Latin Americans or Haitians that are on that border are saying, well, hold on a minute, how can it be? one rule for them and, and another rule for, for those Latins that are waiting there and so on. So that's, that in and of itself is generating strife locally. Certainly is. John, thank you so much for joining us this morning. That's John Bonfiglio, Talk Radio's Latin American correspondent, bringing us up to date with news from down there. Uh, meanwhile, next, it's-